And we have our very special guest in the studio. So welcome to Jane Adams. Welcome, Jane. Thank you. It's great to be here. Oh, we're so lucky to have you. Like we were saying, Jane descended from food royalty. And, and by that we mean Ernest Adams. So if you've been in the supermarket and you've seen the packets of cakes and biscuits and slices, that was originally the company owned by your great-granddad. Is that right? That is right. Yeah, so tell us, tell us a bit about that. Well, as an historian, I probably find it hard to just say a bit. Yeah. I will try and restrain my answer. Oh, don't. Tell us all. <laughs> uh, so Ernest Adams came to New Zealand at the start of the 20th century. He, in turn, was from a family of bakers. Um, Herbert Adams is a brand of uh, pastries and cakes in Australia. And Herbert's father, Joe, had had bakeries in Somerset in England. So it's a... Um, a whole lot of bakers. Yeah. Um, so Ernest Adams, um, after his wife died, he left Australia, heartbroken, came to New Zealand and set up the bakeries here. And in particular, uh, they were known for the, uh, the um, him and his partner um, Gilbert Bruce, Bruce, uh, the Adams Bruce range of um, chocolates and ice cream shops around the country and the um, the Queen Anne chocolates were a centrepiece of, of that brand and the in Dunedin the the wind the lead light windows at Plume uh, it still has the the Queen Anne um, a logo or yeah <coughs> which was the which which is where the um, the chocolate shop used to be. Cool. Do you feel a sense of pride each time you go into the supermarket and you see some baked treats? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I must say, uh, perhaps I've become a little bit used to it. <laughs> yeah, the celebrity it's kind of wears off a bit after a while. Yes. Um, <laughs> and if anything, I'm disappointed that I have acquired no particular baking skills myself. Oh, oh okay. It's a good thing that you can buy them then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that. Oh, wait. And you're saying some chocolates. There's more to the yes. chocolate side of the story, yes, isn't so there? The, so the Queen Anne chocolates, which were around in the 1920s, um, uh, a few decades ago, um, Sarah Adams, who's my father's cousin, she revived the the, um, the Adams chocolates, and you can see those chocolates in supermarkets now. I've seen them recently because I guess they come out at Christmas time more so, don't they? And they get put on displays and stuff. Yes, they have a gluten-free range, yes. the Queen Anne's, which is fun for the gluten-free people. Mm. Now, Jane, you're a pescatarian, aren't you? That's right. I str struggle with that word. Pescatarian. quite close to pest. Pesky. Or pesky. Pesky. Yeah. And sometimes you do feel a little bit pesky. Pesky. Mm. Yeah. You have to explain to people. Yeah. What is, what, what is a pescatarian? Yeah, you, you can explain it to the listeners. <laughs> uh, it means I do eat fish, but I don't eat other forms of animal flesh. Yeah, so you're like a vegetarian who eats fish. Yes. Seafood, or just yes. fish. Just fish. Um, and to be honest, I wouldn't probably even eat the fish if I was had more time to make better vegetarian dishes for myself. Mm. Mm. I sort of struggle with making um, those proper hearty vegetarian dishes which are 
iron rich and leaf rich and things. Protein rich and Protein all that. rich, yes. Yeah, that is a bit tricky, isn't it? Even though you lent me some cookbooks, Kayla. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe over the summer you'll have time to experiment a bit yes. more with cooking exciting vegetarian On the new things. Year's new year. Resolutions. New year, new Jane, new recipes. Resolutions, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Okay, well, next we have Fast Five, which is a fun game we like to play with our guests. Maddie, I'll let you do the okay. talking on this one. So, we've just got five food-based decisions to make. It's a yes or no, or are there some either-ors in there? So, uh, yes or no, marmalade. No. No, that was strong. I liked it. Too bitter. Too bitter. It's not a yeah. jam. Mm-hmm. Um, fresh coriander. Love. Great. Yes. Yes. Raisins. Yes. Okay, bit hesitant. Not, not so big, but yeah. yes. <laughs> um, McDonald's or Burger King? Tricky question for the vegetarian. Mm. Mm. I suppose McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Okay, no strong feelings. Oh, for the fish, yeah, yeah. They don't have that option at Burger King, do they? Yeah, but you can perhaps hopefully pick up them a little bit half-hearted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're not enthusiastic about it. No, fear. no. Okay. Yeah. Um, and finally, controversially, pineapple on pizza. Yes. Great. Yes. Great. Mm. Oh, you're not keen about that one. Yeah, no? but not the ham. But not yeah. the ham. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to have a ham and pineapple pizza, are you? No, but that is, I understand, the, the, the traditional combo. pairing. Yeah. yeah. It's a great pairing, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, Kayla's uh. face does not look happy <laughs> with that comment. No, I'm not. Okay, next question. What else have we got for... For Jane. Uh, this is our question we ask all of our guests, all two. Um, <laughs> what would be your death row meal? Uh, today it reflects what I would feel like for dinner right now, mm-hmm. uh, which would be Indian. I'd like palak paneer, medium, garlic mm-hmm. naan, and chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, let's go back. So, curry, obviously. Do you have a favourite place in Dunedin that you would want this curry to be from, or do you not really have a preference? Uh, the last one I had was from Taj Mahal, mm-hmm. and that was very delicious. Very so delicious. I'll, I'll, I'll nominate that one. Happily stick with that one. And tell me about this chocolate cake. Mm. What's that like? Um, it's pretty rich. Fudgy, mm. quite lavish amount of icing, cream. Mm. Let's put some raspberry jam in there. Ooh, oh yeah, fun. because this is death row. Yeah, so you can do. I don't need want. to worry about don't worry calories. about the price and no. anything. No. Should I buy this jar of jam to put in it, and then I'll have a jar of jam that I don't really want to use afterwards? No, you just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you say? Did you talk about the icing? Ganache or an icing? Ganache. Let's mm. go ganache. Yeah, ganache. Yeah. And in the middle as well with yeah. the raspberry. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's a great decision. That's a great cake. Yeah. I like... No, that's a good That's a, that's a good death row meal. It's solid. You know? Just just warming and yeah. hearty. Can I have some rice paper rolls thrown in there? Oh, definitely. Starters you well? can absolutely throw that in. Thank you. You don't yep. have to go one genre of food. Thank you. What, what do you want in the rice paper rolls? Uh, just tofu, tofu veggies, satay, maybe satay. Oh, satay, yeah, carrot, yeah. definitely. Coriander, yeah. Mung bean sprouts, yeah. Crunch, yeah, yes. yeah, definitely. Mm. And some fresh, yeah, fresh coriander, yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. All right, what have we got? 
Okay. What is the weirdest thing you've eaten? I can't say I'm that adventurous, and I suppose with not eating meat, it really limits. Yeah. You know, the, um, can't really do some of the bear grills, Anthony Bourdain type things. I ate guinea pig once. <gasps> <laughs> Just ran on your bread. <laughs> wow. I have eaten, I have had snails from a French restaurant Ooh. back in the day. Yeah. Do they have garlic on them? Because that's the thing that they put with snails, isn't yes. it? And they were pretty chewy. And Would you put, um, just as a personal preference, would snails be in the meat category that you wouldn't eat now? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay, so not in the insect category. No. Well... No, I don't think insects mm. just aren't on, on my radar. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I ate some bread not that long ago with cricket flour in it. That's very interesting. Okay. <laughs> just Isn't dry it? up some crickets yeah. and... You can buy it from the supermarket. So it's not even... It's mainstream available. I mean, get it, New World. Yeah, it's apparently very protein-rich. And there's some other good reason for eating it that I can't recall. Was it promoted <laughs> as a real, real marketing feature? No. No, no, you just noticed just, it in the small print. Well, you see, I'm I'm in the alternative bread section anyway with my gluten-free and my dairy-free, mm. right? And you're pretty restricted on what you can have. And then I saw this one there and I said, with cricket flour, and I was like, that's interesting. And I was actually with my mum at the time and I thought, yeah, we could get a $12 loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, um, yeah, well, she paid for it. And yeah, it was no flavour of cricket. I don't know what crickets are supposed to taste like. Maybe they just naturally taste like bread. Maybe crickets are bread flavour. But I couldn't tell that there were crickets in it. Um, felt a little bit weird about eating it, but I'd do it again. Obviously they're well pulverised. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well made into yeah, flour, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So apparently it's insects are one of the next next big things. New protein. Environmental. Food. Yeah, because they don't take the same resources to get the, you know, per gram of protein that meat does. And so, better for the environment. That's just a little fun segue. That's really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think I'd like to eat a cricket because I'm a big fan of um, when you get a shrimp. I really like to eat the tail bit, just that people usually pick off. I'll kind of go around my parents' plates and take those tails and just munch on them just crunchy you gotta chew a lot otherwise they'll stab you in the throat on the Mm. way down Mm. but i like that texture and that's how i imagine a cricket would be you can get chocolate coated crickets in new zealand you can buy them off that well you can probably buy them in lots of places online but i've seen one once it which is like that you know that deal website for luxury brands Mm -hmm. but you can buy chocolate crickets on there so yeah well that's something you'd be asking santa for Mm. <laughs> I think of other things that I might prioritise over chocolate crickets, but one day if someone offered me one, I'd probably give it a go. Oh, yeah. It's never occurred to me before whether if you call yourself vegetarian, whether mm. you then eat insects. Yeah, something I you might not. have to think about in the future. Maybe vegans wouldn't, but then maybe they would. I don't know. I guess it. Well, it depends, because a lot of veganism is about the sentience of the animal, isn't it? So how much the animal can feel. So animals that feel, uh, vegans often choose not to eat, but maybe that would differ for insects, because they don't have that same level of sentience. I'm not sure. But then if your goal is to reduce suffering, maybe you wouldn't eat them. Mm. Maybe you can ask your colleague who's a vegan. 
Yes. <laughs> Get back to us on that. I know he doesn't eat um, honey because of the bee, but it's the exploitation of the bees, isn't it? That's yeah. In order to produce the honey. I guess you can't be exploiting crickets if you're getting them to breed <laughs> so you can eat them. Yes. Mm. So maybe it's a no. But if I, you're a vegan and have a strong opinion on this, then text in <laughs> and tell us. Uh, okay. We want to know what you have on Christmas Day if you don't eat meat. I'm, I must say I'm pretty um, slack when it comes to Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And only once in my adult, relatively long adult life, have I ever hosted my own Christmas Day. Otherwise, oh. I just tend to go along with what has been organised mm-hmm. for me. Uh, usually, usually there's marinated tofu of some sort. Ooh, yum! Salads, lots of salads. Potato mm-hmm. salad. Yes. How good is a potato salad? Am I right? Yes. <laughs> uh, great bean salad. Oh, bean salad. That yeah. comes out at Christmas time. My mother's got a great sort of bean salad, which has actual baked beans oh. in it. Drained baked beans. You um, them off. But it's really great. Um, celery and different things. Um, and salmon, usually. Ooh. Usually kind of barbecue, salad-y thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't show great innovation leading. Mm. I tend to just help out. I tend to be a follower rather than a leader when it comes to Christmas menus. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've got to have some of those. So if everyone tried to lead it, it would be a bit of a disaster, wouldn't it? Yes. That sounds so, lovely, though. This is sensible. The salmon is quite decadent, if you get that. That's yes. lovely. Mm, nice. Very good. Um, okay, finally, your Subway sandwich. Tell us what you're ordering if you're going to Subway. Let's start with the bread. Do you know the types of bread? We make the assumption that you've been to Subway when we ask this question. <laughs> yes, and I can confirm I have been. Uh, typically, wholemeal, I would mm-hmm. say. Wholemeal, wow. Yep. Yes, not yes. Italian herb and cheese? No. Interesting. Tends to be the whole meal, trying to be healthiest. Mm. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. Fair. I usually spoon <coughs> the cheese. Mm-hmm. It's plastic cheese. You don't mm. need it. doesn't taste like anything. And then because I'm pescatarian, but there's no fish on the Subway menu. Mm-hmm. Is there tuna? You're right. But no, I don't. I don't You're not interested that. in that. No, I don't think I'd be tuna. into it either. I just go it's for veggie patty. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's made out of, or is it just indistinguishable veggie? <laughs> indistinguishable, pretty much. Yeah, they don't say, like, it's yeah. a creamy chickpea patty or yeah. something. No, it's just veggie, I do, mysterious. Yes. I do like how Frankly Sandwiches on campus oh, has yeah. the falafel instead. Oh, falafel oh, option. That yes, that's what I have on campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, great, great choice. And yeah. what are your salads in your sandwich? Tends to be virtually everything except for the tomato. Mm. Oh, interesting. See, I was to gonna. Exclude. Yeah, I thought you'd be like, accept the olives or accept the pickles, uh, but no. Now I've tomato. become I, I've become a bit more adventurous with my salad choices. The older I've become, you become a grown up. I've become a grown up. Mm. Beetroot, love beetroot. Ooh. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Beetroot's quite polarizing. We should put that on our fast <laughs> five for next week, mm. actually. Uh, cool. Do you have? I guess to put you on the spot, any other fun historical food facts for us? <coughs> I I once heard that we wouldn't have the Industrial Revolution if it wasn't for the advent of tea, or rather the widespread usage of tea and the importing of tea to England because they needed the caffeine, the stimulant, to keep them working around the clock. 
that's just one that I heard. I read about it. I don't yes. think it's a myth. <laughs> it's a fun fact. There is a fun, a fun fact. fact. I know some facts. I just don't know how fun. I don't know whether to put them in the fun category. Feel free to share like, them For example, anyway. how pivotal uh, the advent of refrigeration was to New Zealand's export trade in the 19th century. Oh. <laughs> Exporting dairy products and, and meat. Right. Um, so New Zealand was known as um, England's... I say back garden, but there's a better word than that. Known as England's um, farm, we, pre- ah. we we were sending all our. Um, yeah, I just don't know how, f- that, how that fun is, that I is. I think that is quite fun because that's really that our fun. economy today, isn't it? Like, what had it been for the ad, not been for the advent of refrigeration, would we have that sort of economy? Would we have converted all our land to farmland, etc., mm-hmm. without that? Well, refrigeration really enabled our the shipping channels to be able to be. Um, we could send our products around the world on ships and things. Where do you plug in a fridge on a ship? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great question, Maddie. And it's to be continued there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll report back on that. A generator. You can see one of the very first refrigerators in New Zealand for home use at Olston House, can't that's you? That's right. We actually did a bit of a field trip there. <laughs> and they showed us the fridge, and it still works. Olsen was just, it was just a marvellous experience. Yeah. I mean, the kitchen was the most interesting, <laughs> in my opinion. Yes. I was like, oh, look at that, oh, look at that, oh, that's where you rolled out the pastry. But the fridge, I thought that was quite fascinating, and it's really cool looking. And now they've tried to sort of copy that old-style fridge design, haven't they? They have. Yeah. I was quite interested in the different different sinks they had for, for washing different, oh, yeah, different right. products different types of china and things yeah and they had special things within the sink so they didn't break the china didn't yes. they in soft water used on and using some of them mm. oh yeah special filter so that they didn't ruin the crockery that's right wow amazing so that's always a fun trip and if you are a foodie the kitchen part of it's very interesting yeah seeing it's a it's a, it's a really illuminating historical experience which is what you're all about <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, is there anything else you'd like to comment in the realm of food or any any parting words um, from one of New Zealand's, you know, descendant of one of New Zealand's true food celebrities, Ernest Adams? <laughs> uh, just really, you've got me feeling quite hungry. Mm. And I suppose you often finish this show and feel a bit mm. fixated on food yourself. Yeah, I try to lunch. eat. Yeah, I try to eat a snack beforehand because... Oh, no, I'm going to be very hungry. You haven't had lunch. No, I had a coffee. That'll keep me going until I crash. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, it does make us quite hungry, this show. But that's actually not unusual. I don't know if that would just happen anyway. Yeah. Because food just consumes my thoughts a lot. And you consume the food. I know, yes. right? Amazing. So on that note, uh, you're listening to Friday Lunch Club, and that was Jane Adams. So thanks so much for coming in, Jane. We've really enjoyed having you on. And you can become the resident food historian on the show if you wish to in the future, and we'll hear more from you and your fun food historical facts. Thank you. It's been a real privilege being invited along. Thanks for coming. Stay tuned.